Wow, does it ever feel like Monday. It's Monday with Mike and Mary. <laughs> That's why we call the podcast. I know. Yeah. Hi, Thank- everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing these and commenting on them. Yeah. It's kind of fun to see the comments. It's totally awesome. Yeah. This is our chance to reflect back on last week's coaching calls, pick out some highlights, share them with you. So we start with a parade of techniques, and then we'll do an Ask the Experts each. Hope you like this week's offerings. And why don't you go first? I think I did last week. Well, I would love to go first. And and this is not so much a parade of techniques as it is a um, um, encomium of validation oh. of, of my brilliant wife. What? Yes. Oh, no. You're going to embarrass me. We will re-record this. Here's what I had a student <laughs> say. I never would have made my calls if it weren't for 59010. Oh, yeah. So whatever I've got to do on this recording to convince you that 59010 is where it's at, let's see if I can. You know, <clears throat> I've always asked audiences... When I count to three, I want you all to yell out this question. Hey, Mike, how do I make myself make more calls? And they do. And I say, write this down. You can't. See, if you could, you'd already be making more calls. We have two kinds of accountability, internal and external. And the internals are work ethic. The internals are conscience. It's our drive, our routine. And sometimes that's enough. But it's not always enough. And especially when it comes to things like picking up the phone and making calls. Prospecting. Yes, and sharing the misery with somebody else takes some of the sting out of it. It also kind of makes it fun. Or you turn it into an appointment. Or see, there's just enough more accountability when you have a partner, a 590-10 partner you can count on, and you will end up having more conversations. And we all know what happens when you have more conversations. What's that? Yes, you get more leads and more appointments and more listings. Yippee. So just so. in case you don't know what a 590-10 is, 90 minutes of prospecting time. It's booked solid. You're going to dial for 90 minutes. you got your numbers ready. Five minutes before that period starts, you talk to your partner. And you say, who are you going to call? What are you going to say? And, and, uh, and they say the same to you. And then at the end of the 90 minutes, you connect back up with that same partner for 10 minutes or less, and you report the number of dials, the number of conversations, and your results. And that high accountability with a partner, preferably someone that you trust, that you like, that you respect, somebody that you don't want to let down. Preferably. But here's my experience with the the live stream program. We, people get assigned a 590-10 partner oh, and a right. new one every week. And here's a key. It's you sit down with your partner face-to-face or video-to-video, and you both take out your planners and you schedule the time together. That's such a key to put it down on paper. 
Hey, paper? Well, what are you talking ones about? and zeros. You know. All right. Speaking of live streaming program, yeah. I know we didn't talk about this, but I want to do a really super fast commercial because the next round of live streaming program starts on Thursday. That's Valentine's Day. It's a 90-minute live streaming program. You can be in your jammies. You can be wherever your computer or tablet is and learn Floyd Wickman material, get a chance to role play it and all of that. So... Check it out. Go see our uh, website, floydwickman.com. All right, my turn. Yes. My turn, my turn. <laughs> Parated techniques. And I did not tell you that I was going to offer this, but I am. We have a student who made a commitment in January to listen to a recording every single time he is on his way to, I don't know, anywhere, for sure to an appointment, to a listing appointment. And the recording is... On the way? It is. My brilliant husband. <laughs> Isn't that funny that you and I would come with the same thing? Bizarre. Yeah, Michael recorded a couple years back all the Wickman stuff to get you ready, to get your head on straight before you go to that appointment. And he walks through all the steps that we teach in the program that will help you stay on track when you get to the house. And we've got a student that's listening to that three to four times a week. It takes about 15 or 16 minutes to listen to the recording. And his number one goal is to listen to it all year on his way to an appointment. Wow. Is that cool or what? Wow. So he's already seeing the results. It's already helping his mindset be the where it's supposed to be. That's my parade of techniques. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Repetition is the mother of skill. That's right. Ask the experts. Got one? Yes. <clears throat> you know, the better you get at this business, at building a repeat and referral-based business, the more a little temptation starts to creep into your uh, MO. And the temptation is a trap of discounting your commission for friends oh. because you feel like you ought to. Somebody who's given you eight or nine referrals, somebody who's done five or six deals with you, doesn't it feel, well, they're, they're not only going to list with me, they're also going to buy from me. See, my philosophy is I, I charge them more because I'm doing <laughs> double duty there. Uh, but, you know, there is a, a psychological pull in that direction. We want to give our friends a break. Now, I know you sold grandma's house for full price and never, ever cut your commission after that. Because right. you said, listen, if I sold my grandma, if I charged her full price, I'm not discounting it for you. But here's the advice that was given. Uh, first of all, ask this question. Is there some hardship I'm not aware of? I mean, in all sincerity, it's not a tongue-in-cheek or you know, uh, the kind of question that you, you ask with an attitude, it's really, is there some hardship I'm not aware of? Because you know what Floyd has taught us? He would sell a house for free if they needed it, but not because they asked him to. So I like that. Is there some hardship I'm not aware of? Then there's the second kind of strategy, which is when you're listing their property, well, let's do this. Let's let's wait and see if we get an offer first, and then we can always talk about the commission later, because it is negotiable at almost any point. Ooh, I've used that. Then they usually forget. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not like uh, punching your Carvel ticket, you know, buy 10 thinny thins and get the 11th free. Ooh. <laughs> um, but the truth is, here's what, what somebody said. They don't care what you make. 
if they net what they want. They really don't. And for sure, never discount your commission up front. Never offer to do it without even be having some pressure put on you to do it. Yeah, never do that up front. But I think if you're feeling the pull because somebody's done repeat and referral business with you, just get them what they want and they'll be happy. Yeah. You know, Floyd taught me a long time ago, oh, that's okay. My family will take less, <laughs> which makes absolutely no sense. I'm so glad he taught me that. That's yeah. cool. Um, so I had a student who said, how do I stop feeling out of sorts? I feel like I'm just off track. I feel like my year has started off slow. You know, whether it was weather, um, things are taking a little longer to sell, schools were closed and kids were home, whatever. But just out of sorts. What do I do? And he got some great, great advice. Um, he got a, a number of people that reminded him that it's all about how you self-talk. Write out some affirmations. Um, he heard this. Leverage your routine. Hmm. Isn't that an interesting? Nice yeah. Leverage out your routine. So what are you doing that's boring you? Find somebody to delegate that stuff to and you do the fun stuff. You do the stuff you really enjoy doing. Analyze what you're doing and what you shouldn't be doing. I was thinking about Floyd's process of aha, adversely handling analysis or um, re-engineering yep. where you're looking at how you're spending your time. Um, one student said, take a break. Take a step back and reset, recalibrate. Um, and then um, I think I'm uh, talking about morning routines. What are your what is your morning routine? Are you starting the day right? What is your evening routine? Are you ending the day right? And do you have some LFTs built into not just your life and your year, but how about your week? Even if they're small. So if you happen to be feeling a little out of sorts, maybe something like that will help you as well. The alternative is go find somebody who'll tell you when you have to get out of bed and where you have to go to show up to work and how long you have to stay there and what time you can take a break and when you can go to lunch and when you're allowed to go home and how much you're allowed to make. That's the alternative. Oh, they would probably even yell at you if you were five minutes late. <laughs> or fire you. <laughs> yeah. Do you know who's never been fired? Who? A productive salesperson there who's go. ethical. Yeah. You know, an ethical, productive salesperson will never be unemployed. Yeah. The, the word you used up front is the key word. They feel mm -hmm. out of sorts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wish there was a store you could go to to buy sorts. Oh, brother. But you're right. It's an emotion. Yeah. So we have to control our emotions and we can use techniques to do it. So, yeah, I like it. So thank you so much for that on the way thing. And thank you so much for that 590-10 thing. Yeah, we do love each other. I hope <laughs> you know that. Yeah, And we love you too. Thank you for listening. Have a great week.